coming from the basement of his sister's house, the gateway of the north. He is the man with no plan. This is the BS Talk Show, and this is your host, One Shot Scott Harris. Ladies and gentlemen, I am One Shot Scott. This is the BSTV 24-7 podcast where you can listen to us 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. So I just want to thank everybody that's been listening to the show. Uh, it was probably our best week this week, so I just want to thank you for everybody that was tuning in. Everybody that's been spreading the word, so thank you. Um... One thing, uh, so last week I went and did sushi with uh, a couple buddies of mine, and we were waiting in line. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, other than like concerts or when you're flying out of the country, waiting in line, like, I hate waiting in line. Like, if I see that there's a line, like, I remember, like, beginning of COVID, mid-COVID, I don't know where we are with COVID, um, Walmart. There'd be a line at Walmart, and I'd be like, nope, not going in there. But then, so we started doing our grocery shopping, like food basics, because there's no lineups there usually when we go. Always line up at Walmart. So we're like, nope, we're taking a detour. We're not going over there. Like, I will not go to, like, I don't know, because I, I just, I have, I don't know. I don't really do anything with my time. So it's not really valuable. I just don't want to be waiting in line. I feel like I have better things to do than just wait in line. Uh, one thing I did wait in line for is when the PS4 came out. I think it's the only thing that I've waited in line for something that was like new coming out. Usually I wait like a week or two or even a month before getting just see what everybody else's reactions of it are like new games or anything like that. I usually wait a bit just to see if it's worth it. Like I'm not one of these guys that watch people play games online. I don't I don't know. I'm not my cup of tea. Like, I even hated that when, like, watching people play, like, even Grand Theft Auto or, like, I know we play UFC or something, and you're watching people do it, and you're like, I just want to play. Just let me play. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, back to the, uh, uh, when I bought my PS4, I was working at Walmart at time overnights, so my shift was 11 to 7, and the store opens up at 7, so I got off, I had to go all the way back outside Get in the back of the line and then slowly come in with everybody else. Because, yeah, well, they're not really, they didn't really leave one aside for me. So, But I ended up getting one, so I was super excited that day. Um, I really think that's the only thing I've ever waited in line for other than, like I said, uh, concerts, like going in to see concerts or uh, when I'm traveling in the airport. As many of you know, if you've been in the airport, you're a lot of lines and a lot of waiting and yeah. But it always is best in the end because you're probably going somewhere really, really warm. Like usually for me, it's somewhere warm, which is probably not happening this year because of COVID. So thank you, COVID. I've already taken a moment of silence just to uh, uh, mourn not going somewhere this year. But uh, it seems like the group that I usually go with have decided not to. Uh, I was planning on going uh, to Cuba with my parents. My mom's never... Uh, been out of the North America, I guess. My dad was a truck driver, so obviously we went. He did uh, the States and Canada, and I think I've seen a little bit of Mexico. But, um, yeah, she's never been on a really big plane. When she was younger, she flew some of those, like, 
uh, little planes, I guess, from the South River Airport, which is 1,100 people. So it's a tiny, tiny plane. But she hasn't flown anything in forever. So, uh, but I, th- I thought it'd be cool. But because of COVID, we're not doing that. I can tell you one place where I've never had to wait in line, and that is a strip club. Uh, sadly, actually, I don't know. Have I ever? Nope. I don't think I have. No. Uh, funny stories. Oh, I might as well tell some funny stories about a strip club. Uh, I remember when I first started going, my first time going actually was with a, um, my cousin and it was, he just turned 19. Uh, his birthday was March 21st. Mine was March 15th. So I just turned 19. Uh, what is that? Six days before he did. So we end up going and I didn't know the whole birthday thing. It was my first time to a strip club. And you see strip club on TV. Well, strip clubs on TV, I guess it's a little different than what here is. Because I guess in the States, they only do like partial nudity. I'm not sure. I've never been to a strip club in the States. Uh, but in Canada, they do full nudity. So, uh, yeah. So, I ended up going with, um, I believe it was my cousin, his stepfather, and his sister's boyfriend at the time. And, uh, so we all go and we got pretty drunk. Well, so my cousin's stepdad goes and gets him a dance on the stage. So birthday thing. So what they do is they pull you on stage and they basically, basically humiliate you. So they'll like, they put ice down his pants. Uh, they'll pull his like pants down and like whip his ass and like put his, um, belt around, like, and make him walk around like a dog and pee on the, like, not pee, really pee on the pole, but like a dog would do, lift its legs as he's walking. Just humiliate them, right? So that's when I learned that I will never go to a strip club anywhere near my birthday. So like the full month of March, I do not even go near a strip club because I know that my friends are mean enough that they would go and spend, I think it's like $30, $40 to get me on stage. Following with that, I have a buddy, James. I would love to get James on here because we'd have so many stories to tell. Uh, he used to go in there and every time he'd just be sitting on Pervert's Row, which is the uh, all the chairs that are right against the stage. He used to go in there and tell them that it was his birthday so that they'd whip him. One time he did that and they ended up ripping his boxers off him. So all he had was like the uh, the rubber piece around his um, uh, like waist, and it was all ripped. Like there was a piece like on the floor that the bouncer was like, "What? Fucking take this!" So um, yeah, and then he was pretty drunk, and he was like, he woke up the next morning. He's like, "What the fuck happened to my boxers? Like they're right up my ass." And so we had to tell him that. That was a good time. Uh, when he first started going with us, it was funny because I used to play uh, Have You Met My Friend James. So, uh, what I think the uh, the show is uh, How I Met Your Mother. It's uh, Have You Met My Friend Ted or something. I'm not sure. I've seen a couple episodes of the show, but I'm not really up to it. Uh, so, James, he used to look at like strippers and be like, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. But he could never say no to a stripper. So they'd come over and they'd start talking to me. And I'd be like, have you met my friend James? And he'd look at me like, oh, 
And then they'd be like, hey, you want to go get a dance? And you'd be like, yes. And he'd leave. Well, of course, he doesn't spend like one song back there. He's back for like spending instead of just 20 for one song. He's spending 60 to 80. Yeah, so he was fun. He he was a good time at the strip club. Yeah, he used to. When he was not getting kicked out, like there's been plenty of times. He was a guy when he would drink. And if he had like smoke weed at all, it made him look and act like he was like 10 times more drunk than what he actually was. So we'd be like, as soon as we get a strip club, boom. No, you guys can't come in. Which sucked. A lot, because we'd be like, oh, man, let's have a good time. Nope, can't come in. Uh, funny is, I, uh, my last time I was strictly before COVID, uh, I went, uh, I just moved back here to North Bay, and uh, Ryan Reynolds, I seen that he had a gin out. Now, I'm a, I like gin. I usually, uh, gin and 7-Up, great drink. So, I seen that he had a uh, gin, so I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. So I ended up going to a party. Uh, I drank the whole bottle, and then everybody was like, let's go. Well, I was too hammered. I know I was too hammered. But I still thought I could make it in. So I walk in, and first thing we do is we go to the bar, we do a shot. And then uh, the guy, one of the guys that I was went with, he gets me a beer. I start drinking that. I think I got about a quarter, and I was like, yeah, nope, I'm out. So I end up leaving. And I'm sitting outside, and I end up calling Trevor, Trevor Diggles. Uh, and the funny thing was, is I don't, I don't even remember a lot of the conversation. Uh, but the bouncer came out. And he was like, "You're not coming back in." And I'm like, "I, I guess that." And then he's like, "Where's your jacket?" I'm like, "It's to the right. When you walk in, it's to your right." Like I was, I was too wasted. But then I guess on my walk back home, because one thing I've learned with drunk Scott is that I can't get in cars. For some reason, when I get in cars and the motion, I throw up. I don't know what it is. Just always happens. It's happened on multiple weddings. Um, yep. I threw up in my uncle's uh, van when he was driving me home because I was way too wasted. And uh, my cousins even tried to make me the... Uh, what is that? Um where I was doing all the calling people out for speeches and all that. And yet I still stayed sober through that all. And as soon as I was done all my work, boom, started drinking and I got pretty sloshed. Um, yep. I've thrown up in multiple vehicles, uh, at weddings. So good times, but yeah. So usually after a bar, I will walk home because I know myself can't get in the car. So I walk home. It's nice because I get the fresh air. Boom. And then I also get to like sober up a little bit. So I guess as I'm walking home, I'm taking pictures of me in front of churches and on my way home pretty good. And uh, yeah. So yeah, a lot, a lot about me right there, I guess. Yeah. I guess you can say that I don't really know how to gauge myself. Like, sometimes I'm per perfectly good at gauging, like, how where my drunkness is. Sometimes, no. I go too hard. And uh, I've, not gonna lie, I've passed out in many of bathrooms. While everybody else went to the bar and had a good time. 
Yep, that's my story. It, it, I, I know a lot of people are like, eh, well, I, like, I don't think I'm a lightweight. I just think I go too hard, and then it catches up to me pretty quickly, and then I'm done. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll end that on that note. But before we do, I would like to give a shout-out to a couple of buddies. Uh, Mark and Jackson, they both work on the pipeline. I'm going to have a drink of Legendario because to be this legendary, the only drink you need is Legendario. Probably the best rum in Cuba. I don't know. Now, if they would like to send me some, I would be super appreciated. So please, please give them a shout out. Try their rum. Uh, I've even seen that they've started selling in some LCBOs. So check your local LCBO for Legendario Cuban Rum. And as they say, remember folks, stay frosty. <laughs>